Jesus, there is power in your name because of the work on the cross, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Jesus, that same power that raised you from the grave. It is alive and living and active in us this morning, Lord. We give you all the glory, Jesus. We give you all the praise. We thank you, Jesus. There is power in your name. And Father, we just pray right now as we come around the Word. Holy Spirit, you have your way. Holy Spirit, not my words, but your power this morning. Holy Spirit, come and fill us today. Refresh, strengthen, restore, counsel, bring truth, bring light, open eyes. Lord Jesus, today, do what you need to do in this place. Have your way. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. How good is God? So good. He's amazing. He's amazing. Come on. Let's give him another shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you can grab a seat. It's a good day in the house. So good. Team, you guys can grab a seat. Thank you. Can we just thank the worship team? These guys are incredible. So thankful for them. And while we're thanking, let's also thank the production team at the back there. <laughs> Amazing. And you know what? We also we also need to thank there's a there's a team in this church, it's called the home team, right? And the home team, they get here at 9am and they set up the church and they make the place look beautiful and they put the signs out and they get the tea station ready and during the service, they hand out the offering containers and, you know, they make they help you get to your seat and then they count the offering at the end and they make sure everything's good and they are incredible. They kind of are the people that come in here and just make the service happen. So if you are in the home team, not just today, but at all. I want you to stand to your feet right now. Come on, home team. Don't be shy. Stand to your feet. Can we thank them? Thank you guys are amazing. There's a whole bunch more that aren't here today. It's all right. We'll get them later. <laughs> but I really want to honor you and thank you. And I also want to say, if you're sitting in the church today and you're not serving in any area, you're not involved, you can be. You can be. And we, the thing is, this is not a hotel, right, where we just rock up and we check into our seat and we sit down on our sweet little tush and we enjoy the service. If you're brand new, you are totally welcome to do that because you're our VIP guest. But the rest of you, uh-uh, it's time. <laughs> it is time, my friend. So... Next step is an amazing thing to do. Go out there, learn about the history, the culture of the church, learn about your personality and the way you're wired. And then what we want to do is go, what is the best team for you? Where could we get you connected into the life of the church? Because I want to tell you, when you're connected and you're serving and you're involved, it is the most vibrant, amazing, incredible thing to do. And um, we just want to honour everyone who serves in this church. We love you all, so many of you. So thank you. Well... I'm, um, I'm not drinking coffee. It's hot water to get me through. Power and hot water. <laughs> the power of God and hot water. But I want to ask you today, who's ever been caught in a power cut? A few of you have been in a power cut. 
kind of black, isn't it? Kind of dark. Yeah? Anyone? Does anyone have that moment where like all the power goes out and you're like, where's the candles? Where's the matches? Like, and you're like stumbling around in the dark. You bang into a table. You're like, ah, oh, you know, helping around like, is this a shared experience? Just me, maybe. Like, you know, you're like stumbling around in the dark trying to find the matches and stuff, all the, but I know you're all thinking, Jodie, there's this thing called a mobile phone and you can just like switch the light on or switch the torch on. I know, I'm talking about when I was five, guys. <laughs> the power cut, right? Bumping into things, injuring ourselves. You know, sometimes I think that's how we live life a little bit in a power cut situation. You know, some of us have had the power on. Some of us have been at 100% charged. We've been charged up powers, you know, we've got green, everything, the, the charge bar is green, all green, 100%. My dad, he's not here with us today, he's actually in Adelaide, my mum's visiting, welcome mum from SA today, good to have you here. My dad stresses out if his phone goes to like 99%, he's like, oh my gosh, I need to charge my phone, like, and he gets so annoyed at Tim and I because our phones are down to like 3% and he's like, give me your phone, let me put it on charge for you, he cracks me up. But you know, some of us have been at 100% charge, we've had the bar completely full and green, but what happens is that we've gotten a little bit like our mobile phones, when it gets down to that 10% mark and it says, would you like to turn low power mode on? Does anyone's phone do that? It says low power mode. And so you select low power mode because it keeps you going for a little bit more. You know, there's people here today and you're living on low power mode. You've gotten to the point where you were charged, you were good, you were full of energy, you were full of power. But what's happened is life has happened and you've gotten to that point and it's like life has put this flash up saying low power mode and you've gone, yes, please. And you're living in low power mode. You're living in low power mode or you're living in a power cut. But this morning, I want to tell you, church, that there is a power available to us every single day, not just when you come in here on a Sunday. There is a power available to us every single day. And we are not called to live on low power mode. We are not called to live with a power cut in our lives. We are called to live in the power of Jesus Christ every single day, to be recharged in His presence every single day. When you're plugged into heaven, the power is always on. When you're plugged into heaven, the power is always on and it is our responsibility to plug ourselves in, to plug ourselves in to heaven, to the Holy Spirit, to his presence. You know, we start to think, oh, you know, I'll just go into low power mode. I just need to start pulling back from stuff. I'll just stumble through life day by day, Oh, I've made it through another week. Thank God. Oh, Sunday, I'll get through. Oh, no, it's Monday again. We start to think, oh, I'll just pull back from serving. I just need a break. That's what I need. We start to think, oh, I'll withdraw from hanging out with people because I just need to be by myself all the time. And I understand some of you do recharge that way. No judgment. Um, it's okay every now and again. But if you're doing it all the time, it's problems. All right? <laughs> Let's go there. We just start to think, oh, I'll just get by. I'll cope somehow. 
I'll just keep stretching myself, stretching here, stretching there. And you know the truth is, stretching is good. Stretching is good. God actually likes us to stretch because it increases our capacity. But stretching is not good if we're not regularly connecting to the power source. Because when you're regularly connecting to God, he gives you the strength to keep the stretch happening. He gives you the energy to keep the stretch happening. So we don't snap. I think Christine Kane says, blessed are the, what is it? Blessed are the flexible for they shall not snap. Something like that. Kelly would know. No? (laughs) You know, this entire month, we are going to be talking about Holy Spirit. This month is all about Holy Spirit. Lord, help me. This week, we're talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. Next week, we're going to talk about refreshing of the Holy Spirit. The week after, we're going to talk about the truth of or comfort, actually. We're going to comfort of the Holy Spirit. And then after that, the truth that the Holy Spirit brings. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. And if you walked into this place today and you have no idea who the Holy Spirit is, I'm so glad you're here because we would love to introduce you to to him today. You know, Jesus himself in John 16, 7, he said, It is better that I go so that the Father will send the Holy Spirit, the Counselor, to you. You know, I always used to think, like, imagine being a disciple, like one of the guys walking earth with Jesus and, and Jesus, like, and you've just lived in this awesome, rocking life, right? Like with Jesus, for goodness sake. And he's just flipping, died and risen again. And now you're like, okay, you are now seriously cool. Like we thought you were cool before, but this is really cool, right? And then he says to you, actually, I've got to go. And it's better that I go. I would be like, no, 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 no. You've got to stay. You've got to stay with us, Jesus. Like, hang out with us. Be with us. But he's like, no, it's better that I go so that the Holy Spirit can come. And, you know, I love the fact that, you know, Jesus, he actually lived life with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we look and we read the scriptures and we go, whoa, Jesus, like, you know, how could we ever be like Jesus? You know, God, your word says we're supposed to be like Jesus. We're, we're supposed to be trained transform more and more into his image and we're supposed to live like Jesus and and we're supposed to do even greater miracles than Jesus did but Jesus you are God but the truth is Jesus lived life on earth as a man in intimate relationship with his father connected to the power of the Holy Spirit if he lived that way so can we so can we and we actually have a responsibility church to live life in relationship with Father God, in intimate relationship with Him, connected to Him, and then empowered by the Holy Spirit. Empowered every day by the Holy Spirit. You know, in Acts 1.8, Jesus said, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall receive power. And I want to tell you this morning, if you are tired and weak, and lacking, and sick in body, yes, and, you know, facing trials, and situations, and facing life, 
or even if you're feeling really great and everything's going well and you're doing awesome, we still need power. We need His power. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will be filled with power. You will be filled with strength. You will be filled with His energy and His vitality and His ability and His efficiency and His might. He is what we need to live our daily lives. You know, we are so addicted to plugging our flipping mobile phones into the wall to charge them up every single day so they don't go flat and yet we refuse at times. Big word, I know, challenging. But we refuse at times to come and charge ourselves up. Or maybe we don't refuse, but in essence we are refusing because other things take place, don't they? Other things get in the way. And I'm preaching to myself this morning. You know, I sit on the couch and I'm like, get my Bible. I'm just going to spend some time with you, Lord. And I'm going to wait on you and just wait for your presence. Mama, Mama, can you come and play with me? Mama. I'm like, oh, okay, reality, moment gone. You know, but there is time. If I look at my day honestly, there is time for me to spend recharging. There is always time. I could get up a little bit earlier. I could stop flicking through social media at night time. I could turn Netflix off. I could, I don't know, go for a walk and just spend some time with him. On a lunch break, just go out, hang out, talk to God. There is always space. It's whether or not we'll make it. It's whether or not we will go there. But church, we need to. We need to. We, we are not supposed to live this life without the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, he is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is easily grieved. And so when we are not spending time with God, when we are not intimate with Father God and in relationship with Him, the Holy Spirit, it actually grieves His heart. It grieves Him. And then we go out and we wonder, why have I got no power? Why have I got no energy? Why have I got no strength? Because the Holy Spirit, He comes on us when we wait, when we spend time, when we're close to Him when we're intimate with Father God, we can make the decision every single day, like Jesus did, to leave self-sufficiency and go to God-dependency. That is where the power is. That is where the power is, church. When I wake up in the morning and I go, Holy Spirit, I can't do this. I need you. I need you. And he goes, I've got you. I'm there. I'm there. And you know, the Bible talks about pray without ceasing. Has anyone ever read that verse, pray without ceasing? And you've just gone, how, what? You know, the Greek word used there actually means constantly recurring. That's what it actually means. So it doesn't mean that we're supposed to all day, every second, pray without ceasing. It just means that throughout our day, our prayers would be constantly recurring. So constantly we'd be just chatting with him, talking with him. And you know, it's one of the things I've learned as Frankie, when, we, when I had Frankie, um, was that, you know, just 
like in the, the normal, mundane, everyday, as I'd be doing the dishes, just chatting with God, or hanging out the washing, just chatting with God, or in those moments where I'm like about to lose it, God help me, <laughs> help me to control my anger, no temper right now with this child that's pushing my buttons. I know, none of you understand, it's just me. <laughs> Tim's a saint. He's the patient one. <laughs> Leave self-sufficiency. Go to God dependency. That is where the power is. Jesus lived that way and that's why his life looked like it did. Acts 1.4, Jesus said to wait for the gift my father has promised. He said, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised. I, I, I feel like changing that up today and saying, church, Do not leave your house, but wait for the gift the Father has promised. Do not leave your car, but wait for the gift that the Father has promised. Do not leave church on a Sunday, but wait for the gift that the Father has promised. Do not leave Connect Group, but wait for the the gift that the Holy Spirit has promised. Wait. We've actually lost the art of waiting in our generation. We have lost the art of waiting Acts 2 verse 1 says, when the Holy Spirit came, they were all together in one place, waiting, and all of them were filled. They were waiting. I have a passion and a desire to get back to a place of waiting, to wait on him, to learn how to wait, to learn how to be still, to learn how to just sit and talk to him, but just to listen. God, what are you saying? And you know, there's different moments. There's moments to, to do that. And then there's moments where we need to just go there in prayer and warfare and just pray and speak in tongues. And, you know, if you're sitting here today and you don't speak in tongues, then we would love to pray for you this morning. Speaking in tongues is, a, is like a language. It's like Sarah said, you know, when you, when you first come to a new place, there's foreign things that you don't understand. When you become a Christian, or even if you've been a Christian a long time, that sometimes this whole speaking in tongues, baptism of the Holy Spirit can seem like this foreign thing that we don't understand. But it's, it's actually, it's a gift from God. And the Word says that He, he wants to give us good gifts, and that He does not withhold any good gifts from us and so please do not sit there and think oh God hasn't given me that gift or he he mustn't want me to have that gift the Holy Spirit wants all of us to be filled to be baptized to be speaking in tongues it is such a powerful prayer language it is a language where it's your spirit communicating with God we cannot understand what our spirit is saying it flows out of us and it is so powerful there are times when I haven't known what to pray but I've just started to speak in tongues and pray in that heavenly language and you just sense your spirit start to rise and you sense things starting to shift in the atmosphere and something starts to change and I want to encourage you today that you can be filled. God wants you to give that gift so we're going to pray for people in a few moments and and believe that you will be filled or maybe today you you can speak in tongues you've had been given that gift but this morning you just feel like you need a refreshing you need you know the in acts every like different chapter it talks about and the holy spirit came upon them again and the holy spirit came upon them again and the holy spirit came upon them again and the place where they were was shaken and they were filled with boldness to go and do the work the holy spirit wants to come on you again and again, and again. So I love that. They, the Holy Spirit came. They were all together. There was alignment. 
there was unity. They were all together. They were expectant and they were waiting. They were ready. They were like, God, we don't know what you're sending, but we want it. We don't know what it's going to look like, but we want it. We want this Holy Spirit, this counsellor, this, this power that you have talked about. We've seen you, Jesus, under this power, working in this power, and we want it. Are you hungry for the power of the Holy Spirit today? Are you hungry for the power of the Holy Spirit? You know, I know I'm preaching to the converted this morning because you're all here. But you know, there's power when we're together, when we're present, when we've rocked up. Maybe today, one of the decisions is, you know what? I need to be in church every Sunday. I actually need to be here. I need to be present. I need to be all together. Because when there's, I tell you what, God has an incredible plan for this church, for this congregation, for this city, and he wants to use us. And when we come all together, week in and week out, and when we go, okay, we're going to do next step, and we're going to get behind that thing. And you know what? We're going to go to Connect Group and get plugged into the life of the church. When we're all together, when there's alignment, when our hearts are aligned, when your hearts are aligned to Pastor Tim and myself, and our hearts are aligned, all of us, to Pastor Phil and Pastor Chris, our senior pastors, and the Sydney vision, you know, we're part of 11 locations all over Sydney, right? When we're aligned, there is power, there is unity, and God commands his blessing upon that, and he puts his touch upon that, and he lets his power come upon the unity of his people, of his children, and awesome things happen. Acts 1.8, again, Jesus said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you to be my witnesses. It was for a purpose, church. The power of God is not to get you through your week. It's not. The power of God is not to get you through your day. The power of God is to give you life and life to the full, life more abundantly. And the power of God is for you to go into your workplace, your school, your university, your neighbourhood, your community, and be the light of Jesus Christ, to shine his light and to, to be able to be so full of his power that when your neighbour says they're sick in body, you say, hey, is it all right if I pray for you right now? And the power of God comes and they get healed. Or if they don't get healed, they're like, oh, thank you for praying for me you know just recently I don't know if I've told this I was on a plane and I seem to have these awkward situations on planes but this guy next to me like as we're coming down to land all of a sudden he's like and I was like, whoa, are you okay, buddy? Like, are you all right? What's happening? And he, like he said, he's really bad sinus and he was in so much pain and I just go, oh, let me pray for you. Like I didn't even do the whole like, well, you know, I'm a Christian and I believe in the power of Jesus Christ. And so I have a prayer. I was just like, let me pray. You need prayer. You're in pain. Let me pray. And he was like, okay, like, okay, weirdo, whatever. So he let me pray. It's right. We <laughs> Anyway, we, he let me pray for him. And, you know, I felt God's presence. And I said to him afterwards, I go, how do you feel? Like, is, what, what happened? And he's like, oh, like, well, no, it's still there, but, like, you praying for me distracted me from the pain for quite a while, so that's good. And so I was like, well, hey, you know what? I stepped out in faith. I, I operated in the power of the Holy Spirit, and maybe he didn't get healed, but something happened. He was distracted, and I'm sure there'll be someone that he remembers for a little while, like that weird girl that prayed for me on the plane. 
You know, who knows how God can work through us when we're plugged into heaven, when we're plugged into the power source, when we're moving and operating under the power of Jesus Christ. We need him. We need him. We need him. And so this morning, I want us to stand in this place. And you know, the very, like I said, the very first step in, in receiving the Holy Spirit. I mean, actually, you can receive the Holy Spirit. But you know what? The Holy Spirit, his whole role is to reveal Jesus. He wants to reveal Jesus to us. Come on, team. Come. And so this morning, maybe you're sitting here and you're like, Jody, I don't know God the way you're talking about God. I've never asked Jesus into my life. I've never invited Jesus to be a part of my life. I'm not in relationship with him. I'm not, I'm not walking with him. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't ever made that decision that, yes, I want Jesus. This morning, I want to give you that opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, he came to this earth and he died for you and he rose again and he was victorious over sin and shame and sickness and death and he would do it all even if it was only for you. He loves you so much. No matter what you've done, no matter how far you've run, no matter what you've done in your life, no matter what the enemy has tried to tell you, because the truth is as much as there is a God who loves you, there is an enemy who wants to kill, steal and destroy. And this morning you can, you can put a line in the sand of your life and you can say, okay, today I'm making a decision for Jesus. Today I'm giving my life to Jesus Christ. I'm handing my life over to Him. I'm saying yes to Jesus. So this morning I'd love you just to close your eyes. There's a couple of our team at the back that are just looking around because they're going to give you a Bible if you, if you say yes to Jesus today. But I want to ask you, if you're sitting here, standing here today, do you know Jesus? Have you asked Jesus to come and be part of your life? If you need to invite Jesus into your life today, if you want to start a relationship with Jesus today, I just want you to lift your hand. Just say, yes, God, I want you. Yes, Lord, I want a relationship with you. I want to say yes to you today, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe in the past you were close to God, but today you know if you're honest that you are not close to God. Today is the day to say, God, I'm coming back to you. God, I'm giving my life to you again. Who is there today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's a moment of surrender. Father, I thank you that there are many coming into this house that will say, yes, I need Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, that we will have service after service, connect group after connect group, youth meeting after youth meeting. Lord, where people would say, yes, I need Jesus in my life. I thank you, God, that this church is a lighthouse. I thank you, Jesus, that these people are a lighthouse in their workplaces, in their communities. I thank you, Father God, for your hand upon us. And Lord Jesus, right now, we ask you to come. 
Holy Spirit, we ask You, You are here and we ask You right now, Holy Spirit, to come and baptise us again with power, with power, with ability, efficiency and might. And I thank You, God, that it is You are strength for the weak, You are strength for the weary, You are everything that we need, Jesus. But I thank You, Holy Ghost, that more than that, You want to enable us to live a life of power, You want to enable us to be witnesses in every area that our foot treads in the name of Jesus. And so this morning, come on church, why don't you lift your hands to Him? Why don't you lift your hands to Him? Come on, just invite Him. Invite Him in. Holy Spirit, say this with me. Holy Spirit, fill me again. Fill me afresh today. Fill me with Your power today. Baptize me with your power today. I want to be plugged into heaven. I want to be fully charged. I want to be your witness everywhere I go. So fill us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, we're just going to take a moment to wait. Just wait on.